Hi everyone, <laughs> long time no see. If you're here listening to my podcast again after my hiatus, I just want to say thank you for being here. Thank you for finding your way back to me. And if you're new here, I was on a break, but I'm back now. So I want to say thank you anyways for joining me and for stepping into this new era of practical alignment. It is such an honor to share this space with you and I am so thankful that we are here together. So much has happened for me within these past months and I'm sure that that has been the same experience for you as well. We have both grown, we have both changed, a lot has happened in our lives. So I first want to congratulate you as well for learning and growing and living and just making it through whatever you've been through as well. And I hope that Right now, in this moment, you can take a moment to pause and honor and recognize how much has changed in these past months for yourself, as I have done for myself as well. A lot has happened, and I'm really grateful that it has because it has led us to where we are right now. During my time away, I had the opportunity to work out a way for me to do this podcast in a way that feels good and sustainable. And so I've decided that I'm going to attempt doing seasons of this podcast instead of just releasing episodes randomly. So by doing this, I can record episodes on my own time and edit them and do them when I do get that wave of inspiration and then be able to release them consistently over a period of time. And part of the reason why it's taken me a moment to come back to you is because this isn't the only episode that I have ready. I have quite a few waiting for you and I'm going to be releasing them over the next few weeks. And like I said, I'm really excited because I can do this consistently and focus a lot more energy in getting them out to you. With all that being said, Welcome to this first season of Practical Alignment. So for those of you who don't know, my name is Katrina. I'm an intuitive healer and I'm trained as a Simra practitioner, which is a Romanian method of healing that I learned from my mentor who taught me as I progressed through my own spiritual awakening. My spiritual journey began after a heartbreak that left me recognizing that I needed to look a lot deeper into my life and fully embrace all aspects of myself. And this included holding space for my own complex traumas, working through shame and guilt, analyzing my ego, spending time healing my inner child, allowing myself full emotional expression, and working with different parts and personalities that made up my entire being. So all in all, I was just showing up for myself in ways that I had never done before. And for so long before that, I had been taught just to remain positive and happy, but throughout the shadow work, I learned to validate myself in all aspects of myself. And in turn, it helped me love myself in ways like I never imagined that I could. And through receiving this intuitive healing and through doing the work, I began to recognize my own gifts as a healer. And now I dedicate a lot of my time and energy in this role to hold space for others to heal themselves with the same modalities that helped me. And I learned that a true healer holds space for others to awaken their own inner healer, just as my mentor did for me. And I think that's one of the most magical parts of like existence is for people to recognize their worth and their power as intuitive, gifted beings and to learn and love and understand and embrace all aspects of themselves as perfect and whole. So it's my great honor to do this work and 
yeah, that's a little bit about me. If you ever feel like you need support, I do offer individual sessions as well as bundle programs if you really want to dive in deep and do work with me for multiple sessions. I truly believe in this work because not only has it helped, (laughs) it's changed my life completely, but I've seen so much transformation in growth in my amazing, amazing clients as well. And (laughs) my clients are fucking incredible and they're so brave and their trust and courage in doing this work has left me in tears it's left me in awe it's left me feeling so grateful because this work isn't easy and that's why so many people choose to neglect it or overlook it but doing this work will change your life and it will change the way that you live it too so all your links to working with me are listed in the show notes which include my website where you can book a free consultation with me as well as my instagram at practical alignment All right, so once again, thank you for being a part of this journey, and let's dive into this week's episode. Roll the intro music. I'm your host, Katrina Macias, and you are listening to Practical Alignment. Did you like it? Big shout out to Angel Wanawato for helping me create that sound. We got to collaborate to do my new intro and outro music. His Instagram is listed in my bio if you're interested in having any sound mixing done for yourself or if you want to view his beautiful art and art projects. All right, we're actually going to dive into this week's episode. Okay, starting now. So the purpose of this week's episode is to get you to hold yourself accountable with radical responsibility and truly be able to ask yourself, what story am I telling? And I got the idea for this episode after I noticed a lot of unhealthy patterns in myself that were perpetuating my unhappiness and overall suffering. For a couple months after I stopped recording episodes for this podcast, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was in a period of stagnation where I felt very lost and unmotivated and I didn't know what to do about it. And during this time, whenever people asked how I was doing, I made sure that I let them know. And at first, letting them know how I was feeling, that I was stuck and feeling lost and feeling stagnant, was Oh, it was healthy for me. It was a way for me to be honest with myself. It was a way for me to be vulnerable with other people. And in a way, this was healing because I wasn't painting myself in a pretty picture. I was showing up authentically and allowing other people to hold space for me exactly as I was. Whenever people asked, I told them, like I let them know that I wasn't at my best. I wasn't feeling my best. And that was great. And that went on for a period of time and a few days and weeks would pass. And then the same people or different people would ask how I was doing. And I'd basically repeat myself. I'd say the same thing. I'm feeling lost. I'm feeling stuck. I'm feeling stagnant. Okay. And then more weeks and then more days passed. And same people, different people, same question was asked. And I would continue to repeat the same story of me vocalizing and spending my energy stating that I wasn't happy and that I wasn't feeling good. And at this point, 
you know, as these weeks and days pass, at this point, I wasn't just letting myself feel my feelings. I was wallowing in them. And I was making a minimal effort to change how I was feeling, even though I was clearly unhappy. And I did this because I had gotten so used to the way that it felt to continue to tell this story. It felt easier for me to tell the story of misery and suffering instead of making an effort to change it. And because of this, this level of discomfort became my new normal. And it didn't feel good, but it was a lot easier for me to stay this way than to actually do something about it. Because I was uncomfortable, but I wasn't as uncomfortable as I told myself I would be if I tried something different. Because if I did make an effort to say something else or do something else, I felt like I would be putting myself at risk for disappointment or failure. And I find that we get so comfortable telling stories of the way things are, even if they're unpleasant, because we get used to the pain. And it seems safer to stay that way than to put ourselves out there and do something different and tell a new story. I think we do this for a couple of reasons, two of which I can explain from personal um, experience. But firstly, I find that our stories can act as an excuse for why things are the way that they are, because it's easier to tell the same story than to actually take responsibility and do something different to make a change. Like, we don't want to own up to that accountability that we have in writing our own stories. And secondly, I feel like like I've mentioned before, that fear of disappointment, the fear of trying something else and possibly failing, that fear outweighs the feeling of discomfort that we have in not changing anything and staying the same. And once I started listening to the conversations that I was having with other people, I started really paying attention to the words that I was saying and the things that I was outright declaring to the universe through my expression. And the things that I was claiming and I was basically perpetuating the state of unhappiness because I kept repeating it and repeating it and repeating it. And like I said, of course, of course, it's so important to recognize that you have those feelings in the first place. You should acknowledge them. You should let yourself feel them. You should validate them. You should identify them. You should hold space for them. But at what point are you going to let those feelings perpetuate your existence and continue to shape your reality. I mean, it's basic law of attraction practice. At what point are you going to recognize that if you continue to repeat the story, you're going to continue to create the cycle? At what point do you want to shift and recognize that while you have those feelings, you have the power to change your story and therefore paint a picture of what you actually want to create. You are the creator and your words are so powerful. And once I recognized that I was using my story as my excuse, I realized that I had to do something different. Like I did the due diligence. I observed myself after months of wallowing and telling the same story. And I realized like I don't feel any better. It's not helping me grow. It's not helping me prosper. So I had to make some adjustments. I've seen my own stories or other people's stories manifest in so many different ways that can be super debilitating, whether it be around health and fitness, finding partners or friendships, money and career, personal beliefs, etc. The list goes on. And yes, conscious observation and holding space for those observations is good and it's necessary for healing. 
Just as importantly, there also has to be responsibility and recognition for what you're contributing to and consenting to be your truth. In the world that we live in, there are universal laws and truths, and then there are narratives. Let me give you an example. So a narrative that I know that I tell about myself is that I am not a morning person because I've observed that when I wake up, I have a hard time finding the motivation to get out of bed. Yes, yes, okay, whatever. However, no one ever wrote this down about me as a law. God never sat down and said, you know what? You will never be a morning person ever. That is just fact. That is just the truth of the world. You know, a law regarding this topic would probably be that humans biologically need rest to stay healthy. But regarding this narrative, I made this true about myself, and I decided to make this true based on my own patterns. This is because I usually sleep late, I have a lot to do in the evening, I just have built my schedule around being more of a night person, so it's hard for me to be both a night person and a morning person, you know? It's pretty obvious that I'm going to be tired if I wake up early based on my patterns. But I do believe that if I had a strong enough desire to become a morning person, I very well could. It's not a law because it's subject to change. I could change my routine, I could go to bed earlier, I could set my phone on a timer, etc. This is a narrative, it's not a fact. And yeah, you best believe that when it was convenient for me, I've used my narrative as my excuse. For example, if I'm cranky in the morning or if I'm late to something that I need to be at early, I can just say, oops, sorry, yeah, I'm just not a morning person. As if I have nothing to do with it. (laughs) You know, it's so much easier to blame our stories than to see our own role in them. And this is a super simple example, but recognizing this can help us see our own influence and power in the narratives that we create and therefore get comfortable with, whether they serve us or not. So good questions to ask yourself if you want to check in is what narratives no longer serve you? What stories have you outgrown? And what stories about yourself are you ready to retire? As I briefly mentioned earlier, I was in this period of confusion and feeling lost um, after I paused my podcast because I didn't really know what to do with myself. And to be completely honest, like the main reason that I was in this spiral in the first place was because I was questioning my mission here on earth as a healer and how that correlated with my career. And so I had to look into that first. And my first step was to ask myself about my own intentions. I had to get really honest with myself and ask about my motives driving my intentions. I took some time in introspection and I you know, laid out my priorities and I had to be brutally honest with myself. Like what were my priorities? Did I, did I prioritize being of service or did I prioritize money? Did I prioritize helping people or did I prioritize being a business owner? Did I prioritize about my image or did I prioritize actually doing the work? Like none of these priorities are necessarily bad. There's no good or bad, but I needed to be clear about where I wanted to focus my energy and what I cared most about. Because if I didn't do that, then I would be continued to be left in confusion about what route to take and what steps I was, um, what steps I was making in order to reach those goals. Because if I had underlying priorities or underlying, um, 
intentions that I was trying to achieve without me knowing, I would probably be taking routes that were confusing and convoluted and strange that strayed away from my actual alignment. So like I said, I really needed to get crystal clear about that. And basically you can do the same thing for yourself when you question your own life. Like what are your true desires? Are you willing to do what it takes to reach those desires? Do you spend more time in the fantasy of the desire Or do you spend more time actually working to achieve it? Do you want the desire enough to put that energy into manifesting it rather than putting the energy in the fantasy of it? Do you want the desire itself or do you want the benefits that you believe will come with it? Um, Like the money or the glory or the followers or the recognition. Again, none of these are bad things. Like it doesn't matter where your priorities are, but you better be clear about them or else you're going to be taking weird convoluted routes in order to re- to to manifest them and to bring them to life. And getting clear on your motives is super crucial to ensure that your pathway to achieving what you actually truly desire is smooth. And once I gained this clarity for myself, I feel like I had a lot of m- my motivation back because I actually, you know, knew what the fuck I wanted. <laughs> and I had more inspiration to then go forward and actually tell a new story of what I wanted and what I was ready to declare. And I decided that my priority was to be of service. And I also decided to claim that the universe, no matter what, is going to support my mission if I continue to put the energy into showing up, doing the work, and trusting. But I needed to keep showing up and I needed to keep putting that energy somewhere into feeding what I actually wanted. And through that, I changed my story from one of being stuck to one of optimism and forward motion. And instead of saying that I was confused or I didn't know where to go, I started saying that I was looking at my options and figuring out what my next move was. Like I wasn't lying. I was figuring shit out, but I wasn't like (laughs) paying attention to the negatives of it. I started talking about what I was working towards instead of what wasn't working. And the more I talked about it in this way, the more I aligned myself and felt motivated to carry through with actions to match my words. And it was a snowball effect. And in the best possible way, because the universe responds to every action that you take towards honoring your worth and towards fulfilling your potential. Your words hold so much power and the story that you tell does as well. All right, so if you've been listening to this episode and you've decided that your story may perhaps need a little tweaking or editing or a little spice, I do have some tips for you. So how to tell a new story in a way that feels true and authentic. My first tip is to figure out a desire of yours and consider if the current story that you're telling the most is helping you achieve that desire. So reflect on the conversations that you have with your friends, with your family, with your close loved ones, even strangers maybe, and consider what story you continue to tell them. You have to discern whether that story that you're telling is perhaps validating a temporary emotion or if it's something that you may be perpetuating in a cycle-like manner. Just be honest and consider your story. What are you telling? What are you vocalizing? What are you declaring to the universe? Tip number two, figure out what story you do want to tell 
by first having crystal clear intentions on your motives, desires, and goals. So kind of like what I did, you have to be crystal clear about what it is that you truly want. Have clear intentions. Do you want the money? Do you want the fame? Do you want the status? Do you want the service? Do you want the friendship? Do you want the partner? Do you want to validate yourself? Like, doesn't matter. What do you want? Be honest. Be clear. What is it that you want? And then based on that intention, then you can start molding your story around it. So once you gain that clarity, we have tip number three, which is to ask yourself, what is one step that I can take today to get closer to my desire? And then the next day, do it again. Repeat that one step every single day and hold yourself accountable. Showing up with commitment to yourself to achieve one step that gets you closer to your desire every single day is going to bring self-confidence. You're going to start building trust within yourself. And that is so important in keeping more consistency over and over again, because you can realize that you can rely on yourself. And by showing up, you are saying to the universe and you're saying to yourself that I am worthy of receiving my desires and that I'm going to do the efforts and the steps that it takes in order to bring it to life. That's how much I want it. That's how much I care about it. I'm willing to put in the work and the work doesn't have to be super hard. I think that's why some people are turned off by even analyzing their goals or wanting to make moves towards them because it can seem overwhelming. But one small step every single day is exponential. You will see the growth. You will see it grow and grow and grow every single time you put more energy into fulfilling what you want and honoring your desire. All right, so now you have a beautiful little groove going on. You've gotten clear on your intentions. You figured out what story that you want to tell. You're making moves to reach that goal, that desire. And then now you get the fun part, which is telling your new story. And the simplest thing that you can do in telling your new story is start talking about the steps that you're taking to reach your new goal instead of talking about your past situation. Now you actually have something to talk about that gives you that forward motion and that perpetuates you continuing to achieve that goal. The most authentic way to tell a story that doesn't feel like you're betraying yourself or hyping yourself up or lying to yourself is just to simply talk about the actions that you're taking. You don't even have to talk about your desire with other people. You can if you want to, but even if you just talk about the actions that you're taking, you're putting more energy into those actions themselves, and that in turn gets you closer and closer to inching your way or maybe striding your way to achieving your goal. And finally, step number five, you just continue to align your words with your actions. Align your words continuously with the story that you're telling of achieving your goal. And there you go. Each goal, each desire, each story is going to be different because we all have different dreams. We all have different things we're working towards. But as long as you're talking about what steps that you're taking to get there, instead of feeling stuck, of feeling stagnant, of saying why it isn't working, you're making forward motion and you're getting closer and closer to aligning yourself to the manifestation of that desire rather than the opposite. Keep it simple, make it doable because it gets to be easy, but easy still means that you're putting in the actions to bring it to life because you are worth it and your dreams are worth the efforts that it takes to reach them too. Okay, because at a certain point, your story can start to become your excuse. So don't perpetuate your unhappiness by feeding more into that excuse than feeding into what you desire. You're worthy of manifesting your desires. And if you want it, show up for it and keep showing up for it.
The universe responds to where you focus your energy, so I hope that you can focus your energy on something that actually makes you feel good. When I stopped feeling sorry for myself and I started owning my new story, I shaped up pretty quickly and not long after, I actually hired my first life coach, which was the exact kick in the ass that I needed on so many levels. And I'm actually going to share all about my experience in investing in myself, the fear, the internal drama, and the growth and lessons that I've learned so far with working with a life coach in next week's episode. So until then, thank you so much for joining me. I hope you can tell a story that really owns up to your potential and your worth and that you are able to see how worthy you are and that your words and actions align with that as well. I hope you have a good one and I'll see you next time. Bye!